This is Movie Zaggots. We take your favorite actors' movies and match them against each other in a head-to-head tournament to discover the best movie. And now your hosts, Chris Zimmerman and Marcus Murray. What is going on, you Zags? We are back and we are ready for it. It Chapter 2 is releasing this weekend, and oh boy, Chris, I cannot wait. Of course, oh, my sorry, I, I, I didn't introduce you. Chris Zimmerman, my lovely co-host, how are you, sir? Well, thank you, thank you. I'm good, I'm good, other than the fact that my Netflix just got hacked. What? Yeah, man. They signed me out of all my accounts, someone in Cambodia. Cambodia, huh? Yeah. Holiday in Cambodia. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been one, maybe, maybe not. I borrowed a few Netflix accounts in my day, but uh, yeah, I don't know any Cambodians, so uh, I, that should be a point of pride for you. Good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, as I alluded to you, Zag, sorry, Chris, I, um, wow, let's do that again. <laughs> Man, just go with it. Who All cares? right, I'm sorry. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? What's up, everyone? Uh, Movie Zaggots, we got James McAvoy today. He is starring in It Chapter 2, a phenomenal cast. I am so psyched for this movie, Chris. And after uh, last week's big midsummer best movie of uh, summer 2019, I mean, I'm ready for some more horror, baby. Oh, dude, and I just saw Midsummer Director's Cut on uh, Monday, and holy cow, three hours well spent. Oh, man, I cannot wait to dip my toes into those waters. It it made the movie even better. And then knowing that his first cut was four hours, all I'm thinking is, yes, I will gladly (laughs) take that. And so the character development was great, didn't slow it down at all. No, man, it was so good. There were certain, I mean, there there was one ginormous scene that was obvious to anybody who had seen the movie prior that, okay, this is a brand new scene. But there were a lot of other scenes that were just extended or had little more, uh, little added nuances to help flush out, uh, flush out some of those characters. And um, in particular, the, um, oh gosh, Christian and the guy from uh, A Good Place when they're arguing about their thesis, a really good addition in there. So oh, baby. All right. I can't wait to spend four hours with that. And I can't wait <laughs> to spend three hours with it. Chapter two and James McAvoy. You like that segue right there? I do. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So we are going to get into it. So if we have any new listeners here at movie Zagats, Chris and I have so much fun uh, pitting an actor or director's top eight movies against each other in a March madness style bracket system. Chris and I either argue or agree uh, until we get to an eventual winner. And today we're going to find out what the best James McAvoy film is. And just kind of looking at the bracket, Chris, I don't know. This is going to be fun. There, there are. What's great is like in the in the top right, top left. You know, each section, it's it's like okay, that one, that one, that one, that one. After that, I have no idea. Right. I really don't know. And uh, for those keeping score at home, we also seed these uh, according to outside friends of the podcast and also uh, Rotten Tomato scores from critics and audiences. We have a whole cool algorithm. We put that stuff together to properly seed these movies. So this isn't just us playing favorites. This is everyone's opinion. So if you have an opinion, definitely uh, 
let us know on Twitter, and we'll talk more about that at the end of the show. But, Chris, I'm ready to zag. Are you ready to zag? I am very ready to zag. Well, take it away, sir. All right. So in the top left-hand column, we have the number one seed split against number eight, The Conspirator. All right. Well, I mean, split has to be number one for a reason, right? I mean, that is a tour-de-force performance from McAvoy, right? Yes. Like, when I first saw the trailer, I'm like, no, 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 this looks dumb. Shyamalan? No thanks, he's done. (laughs) Well, the visit wasn't too bad. It wasn't bad, But I'm like, really? James McAvoy for this stupid, like, nine-year-old pretend kid? No. (laughs) And then I'm like, wow, that was mind-blowing. I loved it. Loved it. And then you got the conspirator at number eight, little Abraham Lincoln assassination story. I kind of got this confused. We're talking off pod with Lincoln starring Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Wrong movie, but you know the conspirator. The conspirator was good. I think that was one that would only play, uh, at least for us here. Uh, it pretty much only played in like Shay, right? You know, um, or Camel View, if that. Uh, so, you know, it didn't really make the rounds too much, but it was a decent movie. It's a decent period piece. He's great in it. He's great in everything though. Of course um, he is. but when you have to play eight different characters in one movie, I mean that, and he, it goes off the rails at the end when he's walking oh, around and just changing into Dennis beast. and then the beast <laughs> and then Hedwig and then the, the old lady is great. Well, I mean, that's pretty obvious. Split has to move on to the semifinals. Yes, that's an easy one. So don't don't worry, Zags. The rest of the bracket's a little uh, tougher for us. So let, let's get to it. To the bottom left side, uh, we have the number four seed, Atonement, another period film, versus the number five seed, X-Men First Class. I got to tell you, Chris, you know, I'm an MCU fanboy. And, of course, you know, this is back in the day when Fox had the X-Men. And I was kind of sick of it, you know, after Origins Wolverine and, oh, God, X3, X-Men United. Yuck. But X-Men First Class. Wow. I I think to this day I can say I think that is my favorite X-Men film of the franchise. And we what? might get into some more later. Yeah. No way. I'll throw the bomb on you right now. Oh, my god. And gosh. a lot of that is due to McAvoy. Wow, that that really surprises me. Like really? I'm, I'm, yeah, because it just didn't. I I didn't expect that to be your favorite. Knowing you, you know, it, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's good. I don't think it's I mean, better I than Atonement, though. Oh, yeah, really? Really? I mean, Atonement's a great movie. <laughs> so. it, it is. It is, and. There's, it's kind of got a little twist at the end, which I love. Look, if if, if Atonement was up against like Dark Phoenix or Apocalypse, move it through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are really bad. Though. <laughs> <laughs> those are terrible. Okay, Dark Phoenix was not as bad as I expected, though. If I can say that, you know, I had low expectations. I, I don't know. I think I. Maybe I didn't give Dark Phoenix a fair shake. I was already checked out of it, you know. Uh, well, once I see Jessica Chastain, I'm like, oh no. I, I like. Well, what are you gonna do this weekend with her and McAvoy and it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what That's am I gonna do right there tomorrow? This tonight when this comes out tonight? Yes. Oh, yeah, good old AMC. Oh god! All right, so Atonement, McAvoy, Kira Knightley, war movie, love story. All right, t- talk to me about this. You know, 
as much as I like Atonement, I can't argue that it is a James McAvoy movie because it's not a James McAvoy movie. It's a Saoirse Ronan movie. Interesting. And while he's got a great part, it is the focus is on her and her story and it being told through her eyes there. You know, he's a character in it, of course. And the first yeah. 30 minutes are great. Um, you know, but looking back first class, Matthew Vaughn coming in and kind of rebooting the crap that was the standalone, oh, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go first class with you. Okay. And you know, I, yeah, I like that. In terms of like, because X-Men first class belongs to McAvoy and Fassbender and Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, they are the main three in that movie that really hold it up based on their performances. I'm, I'm telling you that scene with, uh, Professor Xavier looking into, you know, Magneto's past outside of the school was phenomenal. And I totally bought into that movie and, you know, McAvoy and Fassbender head out of the park. So let's let's put it through. Let's put it through. I'm excited. All right. X-Men First Class moves on. And now we move on to the top right side of the bracket. We have the number two seed X-Men Days of Future Past against number seven Glass. All right, two comic booky movies. Now, so I've already said, you know, First Class was my favorite out of all the X Men movies, but yeah, Days of Future Past is a pretty fantastic as well. It combining... is my favorite. Okay, and like you know, I'm not gonna you know, chide you for that. Uh, it's a very solid movie, bringing both those kind of like timelines together in those franchises. And then you got Glass. Which, you know, was a highly anticipated movie earlier this year coming after, you know, McAvoy's uh, split. And, you know, his performance was phenomenal. Glass to me, you know, I kind of felt like that old M. Night Shyamalan kind of thing. It, like, had a lot of hype. It had a really good premise. But to me, it didn't live up to my expectations. How about you? Uh, it did. It did live up okay. for me. Um, I'm, I'm a big M. Nighter, I guess you could... If that's even a term. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't, you know, kind of after the downfall with Lady in the Water. Um, and then you see, you know, Last Airbender, After Earth, all that oh crap. Boy. No, thank you. I um, But ooh, that, that was brutal. But I really enjoyed Glass. Um, I, I wanted it to just with my own like um, not the way I was playing out the story in my head, I wanted it to go a little differently and right. it's fine that, that it didn't, but it was good, but not better than days of future past. You know, I, and I try not to do this all of Shyamalan's movies like, Oh, the twist, you know, and I think he kind of pigeonholed himself way back when with six Sense. He has to have a twist in all his movies. I don't think so, but I think the twist in glass was, I don't know. I thought it was a bit of reach for me and, you know, days of future past, I think it was good, but once again, it's McAvoy part of this ensemble, and in Glass is obviously it's more of a Samuel Jackson movie. So for the same region reasons, uh, you held Atonement back. That's how I would hold Glass back. Yeah, and as well as the fact that, um, gosh, I had a thought. Darn it, poopy. Yep. Oh well, it ran away. Yep. That's okay. X-Men Days of Future Past is running away to the semifinals. Another segue. There you go, baby. Moving down, we have the number three seed, The Last King of Scotland, against number six, Wanted. So, I can't believe how old Wanted is. <laughs> what, what is that, 2007? 
Yeah, hold on. Let me let me IMDb that. It's probably some Zags yelling in their car right now. 2008. Yeah, there it is. 2008. Still, wow, 11 years old. I don't. I feel like this movie was more recent, but I mean, wow, good for McAvoy, Angelina Jolie. Really fun action movie, and that was one of those action movies I went into with low expectations. I thought it was fun, and I thought he was really cool in it. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, you're just like, yeah, it's a movie. I, I will say, I kind of like it was fun. Last King of Scotland is an Oscar-winning motion picture, but wouldn't you say it's more of a Forrest Whitaker film? Uh, <laughs> Nancy, I think for this one, you're arguing semantics. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah. Um, whereas the other ones, I think it just kind of kind of works. But um, what do you what do you want to move through? Because I like both these movies. I would say I like Last King of Scotland more. I mean, that kind oh of yeah, stuck with me. I would yeah. say that. Okay, because Wanted, you know, it was fun. But it's stupid. I'm, I'm not be- I'm not outside begging for a sequel or anything, and we nope. never got it. We never asked for it by. You know, Last King of Scotland's great, phenomenal cast. Okay, let's put it through. And, uh, dude, people always forget that Chris Pratt is in Wanted. Yeah, right. He yeah. plays the <laughs> jerk friend that sleeps with his girlfriend, <laughs> which is insane. I love it. I, I just, you know, seeing how big of a star Chris Pratt is, and I, I still watch, like, Parks and Recreation, <laughs> and he's just this fat, schlubby guy. I'm like, wow, you became, like, one of the Guardians of the Galaxy in Jurassic World. Good for him. <laughs> wow. That, that, all right. That, we're, we're off the rails. Yep, all right, so. That's what happens. James McAvoy. We'll, we'll do a Chris Pratt, um, Zach, down the line. Don't oh, worry. Oh, of course. Don't worry. What, what's this next movie? I don't know. We'll find out. Something. Uh, all right. So we have the number one seed split going up against number five, X-Men First Class. Ugh. You're going to have to really sell me hard as to why Split should be left in the dust. I, you know, I would love to play devil's advocate and make this really fun and fiery, interesting podcast, you know, that film lovers can, you know, argue over, but I, I just can't split dude. Come on. You know, that deserves to be in the finals. That performance is Oscar worthy. I, all right. So let me be honest with all the zags out there i didn't see split till probably three weeks before glass came out so i saw this late last year i had missed it in theaters wow yeah uh it was one of those weekends when it was just so busy it like burned me out at work and i was like i don't want i don't want to see this (laughs) and so glass coming out i'm like all right i should give it a go and oh my god i'm what i'm like halfway through split and I go, how did he not get an Oscar nomination for this? He's right. incredible. Just right. how he seamlessly, you know, like transfers to ultra egos and everything. It's just, it was incredible. And it wasn't editing. It was, you know, one take. He's doing it. It's phenomenal. And, and like McAvoy, that is an iconic role for me. And I, I think he was perfect. So as much as I love X-Men First Class, Chris, and... I love the casting as him as uh, Professor X. Split has to go to the finals. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. No uh, No moving Aladdin through. You, you, you win this week. You, get, you got it this week. <laughs> Freaking Aladdin. Oh, my gosh. When I'm watching the trailer for Disney Plus and Michelle's like, that's going to be on. I'm like, yeah. And we're not buying it. Not at all. 
You're not buying Disney Plus? No, no, no. We're not buying Aladdin. Oh. Oh. Of course we're buying Disney Plus. Great for Yeah, come on. What a deal. Duh. All right. So we have uh, X-Men Days of Future. Disney like they need us. (laughs) You guys want two extra sales? We're your dudes. (laughs) We got you. Marcus and the douche. (laughs) X-Men Days of Future Past (laughs) is taking on the last king of Scotland. Now, this is the moment where the X-Men movie does deserve to move on, in my opinion. I so easily dismissed First Class, though, against Split. You think Days of Future Past stands a chance against uh, Split in the finals? Because I don't. Whereas you got Last King of Scotland, which is a super, super solid movie. It is. So why is X-Men Days of Future... Like, here, okay, like I'll give you this chance now. Why is this the best one? Uh, of all of them? Yeah. So I think X-Men First Class took the reboot kind of mentality and was like, hey, you know, we know that these X-Men movies lately have sucked. Number three was awful. X-Men Wolverine was awful. We're going to try to go back and do one of those timeline changes and change it for you guys with great actors. Everyone's going to love it. Not everybody did. It was okay in a lot of people's minds. Granted, with us, we loved it. But so then they're like, wait, you know what? We may still have something because everybody loves Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, all those core ones. Granted, the storyline sucked. So what they did and being able to do this so successfully of bridging the two movies, combining them, giving us all our favorite characters uh, with the new ones, the new era, I guess. Uh, included was phenomenal. They were able to right the wrongs of Brett Ratner with number three. Oh boy. And I'm not a particularly large fan of number two myself. I don't even think it's the best X-Men movie. Um, X2? Yeah, I think it, I think it's not that good. Wow. But I, I was also, with you. <laughs> so I, I think that's why it's the best because it, it, it takes the best aspects from each era of the storylines and combines it. We get a proper beast with Nicholas Holt. We get the young Magneto relationship still with Charles. There's been some tension, them coming back together, hating each other at the beginning and trying to mend their relationship. It's just the, the story's so good uh, and, and rich for that franchise. That's why I think it's the best. And do you think McAvoy in this movie kind of pushes it more than First Class? Yes, I do. Mm. Because in First Class, he's all, yay, gung-ho, I'm still the <laughs> Professor X you know. And I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it yeah, sounded that was good. <laughs> <laughs> but then in Days of Future Past, he's he's just kind of burnt out. He's like, okay. F all this, I hate it. So there's that, that need to turn him around, uh, which I thought was done well. Okay. And then... You know, as I alluded to earlier, Last King of Scotland, I mean, he's a huge part in that movie, but X-Men Days of Futures Past, Professor X. I mean, if you want to push it through, Chris, you were you were giving it to me, you know, hard last week. Take that as you will, folks. Um, <laughs> I'll let you pick this one, man. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. Okay, I will. I'll, then I'm going X-Men Days of Future Past. 
Okay. Ooh. But I guess it, it doesn't really matter because Split is my <laughs> vote. For... I mean, you know I let it beat my favorite X-Men movie. So. <laughs> I mean, you got you got to play Sophie's Choice with this one then. Um, yeah, we, we both know what the, the answer is. It's Split, man. Like, that is McAvoy all the way. He carries that movie. Uh, I don't want to say by himself because Anya Taylor-Joy uh, so was fantastic good. in that movie. But I... <sighs> I've, I had it so many times. His performance is phenomenal, and it's a freaking travesty. He didn't get like any award recognition, at least that I know of. I don't know. I mean, hold you know on, anything? One, yeah, pull it up. Pull it hold up on, on one board. second. All right, I'm on the interwebs. Here we go. Eight. James McAvoy, Chris. He won Best Actor for the Hawaii Film Critics Society. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Who needs the Academy Awards? Those losers. <laughs> Dude, Hawaii. Freaking on it. Good job. 50th state. Or is that Alaska? Oh, God. Wow. No, it's Hawaii, right? No. Huh? <laughs> it's 50. <laughs> wow. I just I, I get us off the rails, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but All whatever. Right. I'm in agreement with the Hawaii film critics. Are you in agreement with them? I am in agreement. The best movie, Movies That Get Certified, is Split. Split. Yes, James McAvoy. All right. In chapter two tonight, you zags. This weekend, whenever you're listening to this, get ready. I'm so excited. I'm hearing Bill Hader is the, the star of the movie, though. That's what I've heard. I've heard he steals each scene. I hope so. I love Barry. Great Ooh. show on HBO. You guys haven't watched that. It's good. But James McAvoy, I'm really interested to see uh, how he does as uh, Billy. And uh, y- your girl, Jessica Chastain, <laughs> as Beverly. <sighs> Dude, uh, Muschietti worked with her before in Mama. I, l- I really like Mama. I thought that was a really good horror movie. No, it should have been Amy Adams. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, I can't argue yep. that. Yep. All right, so some nepotism there in Hollywood. What a surprise. All right, the exacts. Well, uh, follow me on Twitter at Murray Marcus. You know, I'll be sharing, I'll be retweeting Chris when he finally posts the episodes because he doesn't let me know. I just see it on Twitter. Oh, there it is. Every Thursday at 10. (laughs) You can also subscribe on your favorite uh, podcast outlet. I use iTunes. What about you, Chris? Uh, iTunes, but it's also available on Spotify, so you can follow us on Spotify. Ooh, fantastic. Well, yes, definitely follow us. Follow Chris at ZimmaBimBim. And uh, I'm very excited for it. I'm going to float on over to uh, the movie theater to watch that, Chris. You see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, until next time, you zags.